0: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Sedano's text is freaking me out. Like, <laughs> I, 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 imagine being trapped in a place you didn't want to be. And, and you're in, I don't know, pick a C. You're in Phoenix. Okay, I'm supposed to be back home on a Monday night, and now it's Monday night, and I'm in Phoenix, and I'm not going to Tuesday. My brain's about to squeeze out of my ears. It <laughs> freaks me out. I know that's going to happen. There's hotels in Phoenix. There's planes the next day. I would lose my mind. I can't. It's, it's bothering me. Let's go to Whittier and Jeffrey. Jeffrey, you're on with Trav and Andy. What's going on? Hey, guys. Great show. Just wanted to uh, add to one of those horrifying airport stories i'm leaving out of burbank to uh just to vegas actually and
1: uh of course i'm running late i first time at that airport actually i'm literally in the tsa
0: line begging each person to let me you know pass them up i have to go through this multiple times obviously i get to the front of tsa i get through i get to the gate they close the door on me sorry no more no more passengers are allowed on Uh. i'm like terrified because I already missed work and then I'm also you know pissed just because of what just happened I literally have to just wa- watch each person just shame me and and just look at me and discuss <laughs> and just you know all the judging is happening and it's just I'm sitting there like defenseless you know what I mean I, I can't do anything about it it's, it's the worst get there early thank you Jeffrey I second the motion completely I think you know he hit on something that I, I think might be at the root of my panic I'm always afraid that I get stuck somewhere and I and I miss work. Like this, this, Susan's not going to be mad at me. Kids, they're going to be fine. All this stuff, but that I miss work and that that's you know what we are already on the fence with you. You miss work, you're done. (laughs) That, That that might be what it is. Just this constant sense of and this has been. Going on, I've been doing this for almost 30 years. This is 30 years of I always feel like I'm day to day in these jobs. I don't understand because this industry is so stable, <laughs> like, there's no turnover, there's no
2: volatility, right? Like, right. There's if, no- if anything, media is just becoming <laughs> easier and easier to thrive in. I don't right. understand
3: exactly. this. Uh, I think sometimes I know everyone's done it in their life but there's nothing more embarrassing than having to like run through an airport. Like, you're the only one. Everyone knows why <laughs> you're, you're running OG. is because you're late for something. I know it's, we're not supposed to be embarrassed by it, but I get so embarrassed by it every time I've had to do it.
2: Okay, here's what I... I was just thinking about this. Because I used to... Growing up, I was perpetually late to everything. I mean, like, really.
0: Can, really I, I want to cut you off real quick and then finish your story. Are you not anymore? No. Oh, this is incredibly heartening news. Go ahead. I,
2: I've... Really, actually, this job... Like this job basically fixed it for me because this is one of the few jobs where you cannot be late. No. Like, you really, like, live blank, you can't be late. Because I, you, I mean, growing up, like, high school, college, young 20s, I was late, like, uh, by a lot to everything, just sort of who I was. But I remember one time, I don't remember where I was coming back from, but I was probably among the last to get on this flight. And because of that, they ran out of room to put, anything including like the carry-on I was allowed to bring and because of that they had to like take it from the plane and like you know the storage above me yeah yeah, or wherever I was going to put it and put it back onto the plane but because I had been bringing it with me I had no tags on it or anything like that oh. because you know why would you have a tag you're on not the thing it. that you're carrying on the the airline literally lost this luggage like, they lost it. When I say lost it, I mean-
0: Never came back? Never recovered. <laughs> Ever. What's but, the like? What's the rule on that? Do they comp you the value of oh, the this, contents? This was a
2: long process because I, it was a carry-on, basically, that was my suitcase. Yeah. Like, I had all of my clothes and stuff like that. It was just like one of those carry-on bags that was just under the cutoff of too big. And I had to, like, fill out some type of insurance form <laughs> or whatever it is. And they asked me what was in my bag. And I was really honest about it. Like, I could have
3: lied, said all this expensive stuff. I had eight laptops, all these <laughs> other things, like, all these expensive. That's where I
0: keep my uh, Fabergé eggs. <laughs> That's where I keep my eggs. <laughs> my right. collection of Armani suits. I happen
2: to be bringing all of them. I was really honest about it. And I went with the value of what these things cost. Like, I think I went to, like, a website, looked it up, you know, whatever. And they told me that they wouldn't originally accept my claim because the clothes that I had had depreciated in value because they were no longer new. So I said, well, unless you can find me a store that sells brand new clothes at depreciated prices, I have to go out and purchase these new clothes that you lost. And they kept putting me through this runner, and I said, look, I'm going to be blunt with you. I both work largely from home, and I'm incredibly petty. If you are trying to wait me out, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. I was like, I'm just telling you this right now. I will keep this thing going for years (laughs) unless you give me the amount that I asked for. And they they eventually did. You got your money. Yeah, I got my money. The
0: full retail value. I got my full retail value.
2: There you go. See?
3: Let's go, Andy.
0: The the threat and the willingness to follow through. I was like, I'm telling you right now, on general principle and spite, I will beat you. So from what you're telling me about LeBron beforehand, that- We may be here already. This idea that the Lakers are going to operate in their best interest exclusively, and for the time being, their best interests include LeBron James and making sure that LeBron James is as comfortable and gets what he needs to a point as to the best that they can, that this idea that he could muscle something through simply for the fact their fear of alienating him or him leaving or any of those sorts of things, is that in the future or is that in the past? I think it's in the past because, look, they want
2: LeBron to stay. This is an organization that I think genuinely values LeBron. They value their image as a place that caters to stars, that attracts superstars. It's part of the reason they always want to be seen as doing right by LeBron because LeBron
0: is— But is not—and again, this is all hypothetical here. We're speculating here. But is not doing something—for instance— Let's say, and I'll use this as an example because it's a name that's popped up periodically. That, And again, this is purely speculative. LeBron James would love to play with Trey Young, and the Lakers think Trey Young's the wrong guy for us moving forward. But they do it because they want to make sure that their star is catered to, that he gets what he wants, that their reputation is intact. It's a, It's one of those type of decisions that I'm really curious to see which way the wind would blow. I mean, if they do that, that's
2: not even so much about LeBron as it is the organizational ethos because my guess is if it wasn't for LeBron, they would do it for Anthony Davis mm. after LeBron's gone. Like, whoever their superstar is, and AD is right now playing like a legit superstar. Oh, yeah. He's playing like a legit franchise cornerstone. They'd do it for AD. Like, this is an organizational ethos. If, if they would make a move that they truly think is a bad idea and it's going to cost us a lot of capital to do this bad idea, but Superstar X wants it?
0: That's an organizational ethos. That's not a LeBron thing. It, and it's, it's a weird deal because I get the idea of catering to your stars and and because I think part of that is not only do you want to attract the next star and not only do you want to make nice with the agencies that are potentially directing these players and where do they get that, – that all makes a lot of sense to me. But let's <laughs> go back to their most recent megastar prior to LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, right? Kobe was as deeply embedded into the DNA of the Lakers as any player has ever been and yep. quite possibly may ever be right that he is the Lakers in a,
2: so, in a lot of ways Kobe's presence still looms over the Lakers absolutely and it that does. was going you know the tragedy notwithstanding that was going to be the case regardless no doubt
0: about it. I get that because of who he was and what yeah. he meant and what and for the length of time that he was here, he earned it. Ma- Magic Johnson is in the same boat, right? That LeBron's not. Le- LeBron is from other places. LeBron has had his greatest moments in other places. He's had great moments here—a title, the all-time scoring record. There, there are moments to be sure. But if you just ran the tape forward 15 years from now, the LeBron James Laker era is probably third in his three. You know, there's Cleveland, there's Miami, and there's the Lakers. Absolutely, and that Laker fans, I think, feel like that too. I know that they like him and they want him here because for the time being their best chance of winning involves LeBron James but that emotional connection I've never really felt it like that and this idea of let's make sure that he has what he needs I get it from a basketball but this well he'll have his nose out a joint at the end of the line I don't think the Laker fans will well I I think it's honestly even simpler than that lack of connection which
2: I agree with like relative to Kobe or Magic or even I did say Shaq or Powell. Sure. Like it's it's less of a connection. But it's also LeBron's pushing 40. There's only so much longer you're going to be doing this anyway. So I'm not going to pretend that the threat of LeBron leaving doesn't exist at all. Because definitionally, LeBron leaving your organization is a big deal. Yeah. If he's still playing at this level. Yes. But it's not the same thing as him leaving at 30. No. Like, I can tell you, if LeBron was 30, they'd be doing oh, damn no, 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 near the, anything and, else. And you should,
0: right? right? At, at 30, you break every rule, you bend over backwards. But at 40, in year 22, with the, um, the, the lack of emotional equity that your fan base has with him, I think you can make very, it's, very different it's decisions. It's also,
2: it's going to be ending sooner rather than later, no matter how you play it. Yeah. Because he's he's in season 21 this can only go on so much longer anyway so that's why you know lebron will do his you know hourglass emojis or make certain comments or whatever and it's in his best interest to try to maintain as much leverage as he can but the reality is that threat isn't nearly as scary as it was for cleveland
4: or miami
0: it's trying to the call here let's go to monrovia and andres andres you're on with Travis. ak what's up
4: hey travis so, I got a funny story about almost missing a flight. Okay. So, real quick, we, we booked it. My wife had complete trust in me, but it was a 7.30 a.m. flight to Vancouver. <laughs> so, I thought, you know what? I don't want to bug any of my friends. I'll just take, we'll just take the, the gold line to Union Station and do the flyway. So, we, let, we thought, we'll be ready at 5 and we'll go. I couldn't get an Uber to come get me up <laughs> in there where we live in Sierra Madre. Okay. So I ended up having to call my neighbor, who was in a deep sleep, to take us to the train station. <laughs> By this time, it's already about 6, 6.15. Oh, forget it. And then we get to Union Station. And then the flyaway, which I didn't realize was going to make a stop at each terminal, so <laughs> international terminal. <laughs> the only thing that saved us, we did not make the flight, was that we had done this... Pre check things. Yeah. And when we got there, we checked our bags. And my wife was running through the terminal to our stop. When we get there, the flight attendant said, We just closed the doors and we gave your seats away. We're like, Okay, we're screwed. They actually took those people off. It was the worst feeling ever. Oh,
0: they opened the minutes. door again?
4: They did. I couldn't believe they did. But And I felt even worse because the people that they had given our seats to, they asked them to get up and leave, oh. and they were looking at us well, the yeah. whole time. My wife was so
0: livid. <laughs> But there you go. Thank you, Andres. Uh, that's that's, that's gonna as early as possible. That's gonna keep me up the next time I hey, I happen to Andres in Monrovia, Susan. We're gonna have to kick some people off the plane. That they would get them up and off of the plane. I would. That's the ultimate walk of shame. Like, yeah, we were late, but uh, you can give reopen the door, kick off. You know, Bob and Betty from from the flight, and we're getting on.
3: They must be standby uh, flyers. It yeah, but
0: be. once you're on, aren't uh, you kind of on? No,
3: that's crazy that's if you work at LAX or if you're a flight attendant like way in and like how that happens why that happens I,
0: I would be I, I would literally know they stay on we'll catch the next one because LA to Vancouver there's more than one flight a day I can I could catch the next one you Stop, would you would I don't want it. any more of these calls this is creating <laughs> this, I'm no, getting keep like thinking about this this is freaking you me look out. like you're crawling out of your skin right now sometimes you know we do things this deeply bothers me this Susan and I have had a wonderful marriage coming up near 30 years, and I've said this sort of, I will tell her at times, hey, listen, I would like to leave the house at 4 o'clock today. Yeah, sure, I'm saying. I'm genuinely asking you to be ready to pull out of the driveway at four o'clock. Yeah, sure. No problem. I'm like, you're not hearing me. I I, I know that that in your mind means 4.30 and I don't want to leave at 4.30. It's the only thing that we fight about. My my
2: friends, when I was growing up in high school and I said I was perpetually late to everything, the band that I was in, I played drums in our band. They eventually started having rehearsals at my house because it was the only way to guarantee I would be there on time. And even then, I occasionally would just be out and about and forgot that everyone was coming to my house. Like people used to say all the time, we're meeting up. Yeah. They would tell me the time like two hours early in hopes that <laughs> I'd be there. Two like, hours in hopes that I would be there twenty minutes late.
0: You're a bad band member, Andy. You can't be two oh, this, hours late. I mean, the
2: social stuff. Is, people would be like, we're leaving at seven. <laughs> normal
0: people time like not whatever clock you're on we're leaving at seven all right there's a little poll taking some NBA players of who they think the best teams that they've run into and the same name kept popping up over and over again we should probably start taking this seriously that's next it's Travis Lee 710 ESPN 10 seconds on the clock how many things can
5: you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on Shopify
0: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. With the idea of a delivery service person dropping off food more than once in any single day, you and Emily, Andy consumed 10 movies this weekend between the two of you and
3: 10 different movies
0: 10 different movies now andy saw and six. And not together by the right. way these were, th- these were separate movies <laughs> andy saw six m you <laughs> saw About five four. and a half five okay. And okay. Five. we'll, we'll round it. up yeah. Yeah. i was not we're... able to finish bodies bodies bodies
3: you'll and, get there eventually it's actually a pretty good ending oh
0: i like it. i like yeah. it so far every movie that andy said I saw it. I was like, "Yep, liked it." Nope, didn't love that one. Liked it. Like, like you have already seen all six of the ones that he saw.
3: Yeah, because he's kind of he's he's backdating some of these movies. So these are all movies I've seen in the theater. Besides, I saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies at home. I didn't see it in the theater. See,
2: Emily is what I was when I was Emily's age. Without family responsibilities yeah. of yeah. any kind. I would see everything.
3: I have so much time in my hands, and I have my unlimited uh, past the Alamo, so I go once a, once a day almost sometimes. When when movies are good, I'll go once a day. I'm seeing another one today.
0: Jorge and Cody, you guys were sitting in here when they were going back and forth doing their Siskel and Ebert yeah. routine. Had you heard of any of the movies that <laughs> no. they were talking about? <laughs> no. No. Uh, Cody, you you were a no, too? Not a single one. Yeah. You didn't
3: hear past lives? <laughs> no. Cody, come on. We never
6: heard you talk with Mason, but that's about oh. it, you know?
3: Yeah, me and me and Mason also we're talking yeah. over the weekend. We're gonna we're gonna get him on Letterboxd, so that's gonna be fun. Okay. And so if you want to follow, you can follow me at ehebel. Um, but we're gonna make it's on Letterbox to get him hip to like the the film Twitter sizes. So things.
0: let me just see if I got this right. Your weekend included, you went and saw a comedy show.
3: Yes, on Sunday evening. Y-
0: you went to uh, dinner with friends.
3: Yes, before the comedy show, yeah.
0: You saw four movies.
3: Uh, from Friday to. Yesterday, yes, four movies.
0: And you said, you. uh, what was the series you watched a lot of?
3: (laughs) I watched six episodes of Love is Blind. Six
0: episodes of Love is Blind. (laughs) Do you not sleep?
3: I sleep, I actually slept a lot on Saturday night. I I got all my sleep on Saturday night. I just, I consume a lot of media, and when I'm not literally with my friends, I'm alone.
0: Again, you don't have... Child, <laughs> children, to no, keep track of. I, I hope this isn't coming across like I'm judged. Like I'm just flabbergasted. I also the amount cooked several
3: meals. I cooked several meals. I made a really nice breakfast burrito. I've always carne asada in it. Uh, no, oh, I actually, no. got some <laughs> of an egg, pork chorizo in it. It was oh, great. Um, but yeah, no, I ha- make great use of my time. I saw the double feature on Friday night. Was really nice. Uh, I saw before it was Casablanca before sunset. So Richard Linklater, awesome stuff. And then uh, Saturday was a weird movie. Sunday was Adam Webb. So, great weekend.
0: Andy, and you, what of the six, five and a half movies did you <laughs> see? Um, let's see. I saw Past
2: Lives. Amazing. Af- After Sun.
3: Ugh, such a sad movie.
2: Bo is Afraid. Weird. Uh, it is It is weird. <laughs> it's it, very
3: weird. Ari yes, it's going to be weird.
2: It's a very weird movie. The beginning and end I really liked. I thought the middle was kind of overstuffed.
3: Joaquin Phoenix in that one as well. Um. It's weird, Really? Huh. <laughs> hard to believe,
2: Dumb Money, and you hurt my feelings. Dumb yes. Money is the one I had heard of, and that's dumb, the only
3: one I hadn't seen. Dumb yeah. Money, <laughs> of course,
2: <laughs> it's a fun movie. Dumb Money is a fun movie. It's and very then, much about the vibe of the whole GameStop thing. Yeah. Then I uh, actually I forgot. I watched. Uh, I was. These were just movies I hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. I watched Blood Simple. Okay, I haven't first seen that co- one. The first Coen Brothers movie. Awesome. Um, from like the early '80s, it's a it's a little crime thriller. Okay, I
6: can top all of that. I went to Denny's twice. <laughs> <One night. laughs> yeah, okay, so That's take me through this.
0: So you're telling, Jorge, you told me you were going to go to see the PBR. I did, yeah. And then you sent me a couple of videos from uh, Staples from the, uh, Crypto yeah. with with the the bull riders, and then you hooked up with friends and went to Denny's not once but twice, but twice. in the same night. So how does that work? One
6: of them runs at Denny's. Okay. So basically, all those guys are basically like the core, or like my guys who like been my support. Your system. crew. Yeah, exactly. Like you know to do what I'm doing right now. Sure. Uh, If it wasn't for one of the guys who hires me to work at Denny's, then I meet the cook who introduces me to this producer who won a Grammy. Two producers that are Grammy-nominated producers. Okay. And then they take me under their wing And then Carlos was our like our 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 lookout guy. So whenever somebody would run out of Denny's, Carlos would be on the outside, be like, "Hey, don't worry, they left, but I got the license plate. We're good." (laughs) So he was your (laughs) muscle. Yeah, he was a muscle. (laughs) So then I got I got to reconnect with these guys. But so we meet at the Denny's. We leave our cars there. Okay. And then we come to the PBR event. Yeah. So after that, after you know, we leave here what 10:30 ish. We go back to Denny's. Not just to pick up our cars, but we had something to eat. What'd you get? Uh, I had a bacon, Superbird. No, I had a bacon avocado cheeseburger. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, that's with good. Fries and yeah. with a smothered fries so it's cheese and bacon on top of the fries. What's a super
0: bird? Superbird is sourdough. a turkey sandwich on sourdough grilled, with and it's got a, and, and, a, and a slice of tomato, if Swiss I believe, cheese. Yeah. and Swiss cheese. Yeah. Yes, that is a super bird. Yeah, it's that's quite good. That sounds Very good.
6: good. <laughs> so then uh, we 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 go to this nightclub, uh, which is where we would hang out sometimes here and there, which is near the Denny's. And then that's when I reconnect with uh, Robert, who's yeah. was like, you know, we call him the master, they call him the master, el papi, because he was a, he's a you know, Grammy-nominated producer or whatever. Uh, so then he's like, hey, what are you guys doing afterwards? I'm like, well, I'm planning on going home. He's like, hey, let's go back to Danny's. I'm like, dude, we just came back from Danny's. So it was just a cool night. Kinda Did you eat again? No. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Just had coffee that, you know, the other people ate. But it was just, you know, cool to like reconnect with, you know, the people that helped me or are my support system to this day and kind of just hang out with them. That's, that's awesome.
0: That's a good night. That's a good night. Double Denny's, and you got to hang out with your guys. So I, guess, so
6: I get home, like just the, like the old days, you know, like I get home at five in the morning and it was just chit chatting, left, right stories from everybody. Just I haven't seen some of these guys in years. So it was just right. catching up. We're going
0: to go around the room real quick here. <laughs> Emily, when was the last time you were up until five o'clock? Not got up at five o'clock in the morning, but you started your day and it didn't end until 5 a.m.?
3: I think the latest ever was probably four, and that was when I was in college.
0: Okay, code? uh the
6: last world cup probably oh, oh, like could, during one of
0: the matchups so you
6: stayed up to yeah, watch yeah usually like a during the world event. cup or the olympics like when i was younger i would stay up all the way
0: this is the one that could go so you and i are roughly the same age what is it for you
2: i'm trying to think like the last time i was in vegas with friends like like where we went at it
0: to go have a good time
2: yeah like we were out you know you end up at Place with a two at the end of it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um god i'm i'm gonna say like
0: mid 30s yeah it's been at least that long that's jorge you're an animal i didn't you know but, what do you t- needed t- to fuel twice at <laughs> denny's to you, get through it
6: i'll tell you what though the next morning even though we didn't drink uh, uh, except for the two beers downstairs yeah I felt hungover. Of I mean, course have you no did. Sleep. You didn't get any no sleep. sleep. Exactly. So I'm like, hey, Brenda, I feel hungover for some reason. She's like, dude, you didn't even drink.
0: Look, Shohei Otani talks about it all the time. The, the number one thing on his health regimen is sleep. He sleeps like nine hours a day, which for an adult man is more than you would he typically crazy. Need. I remember
2: Kobe <laughs> used to talk all the time about how he'd never sleep. Like he, he would yeah. rarely sleep- And I used to always joke, like, I would picture him sleeping, like, upside down. Like a bat? Like a bat,
4: because
2: he loved Batman. Kobe was a big Batman guy. Right. So I would picture him sleeping, like, in, like, a compression-type chamber, probably freezing cold, upside down for, like, an hour and a half, and then he'd just be ready to go.
0: And not, like, actually sleeping, like, slumber, but thinking about what's coming next. Just letting his body rest while his mind stays active.
2: He'd be, sleeping, but there would be all these, like, TV screens and like things he'd recorded to himself, (laughs) like audio, like inspirational stuff that he'd be thinking about while
0: he'd sleep. I look forward to it. Every day, like I get home, something you know, between 2 and 4 on any given day, whatever it is. I'm like, yep, Trust I, I got to get through like four and a half hours and then I can shut it down and I can call it a night. I look forward to it. How could anybody not want to go to sleep? There were
6: moments where I was like, okay, guys, I'm going to just throw in the towel and go home. But it was just, the conversations were just so good. It was just yeah. catching up with a lot of these guys. And it was it was a, it was a really fun night. It was cool. I'm That's jealous.
0: I'm I those, those nights that you get to go out with people that you don't go out with a lot and that are still very close to you and that mean something to you. Those are special.
3: And I'm, by I'm the jealous. way, of all the movies that Andy saw, that I think that you would like would be "You Hurt My Feelings." That's Julie Dreyfus in that oh, well, one. Well, so
0: say no more. It's exactly. a good movie. Say no more. I'm a huge fan of hers. Hot and cold coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven hundred and ten ESPN. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at microsoft.com slash AI for all.
3: All right, so Puka Nakua was hot this weekend because he was showing off at the All-Star Celebrity Game. He was uh, dunking all over everybody. He was being super athletic. He was being awesome. So, big shout-outs to Puka Nakua showing up everybody on the court, but it got you a little worried. Be like, Puka, do go up that high. It, it's,
0: it's, I mean, I guess if you, Puka went through an NFL season and was relatively healthy, you know, the, the bumps and bruises that every NFL guy is going to have, but that dude is tough as you know what. And- We were talking a little bit earlier, Andy. We're sitting here in the studio, and on the TVs, they're having the HBCU Combine at at the uh, Saints facility, and all these guys are out there working out and jumping and running. and doing. There's just different levels of human capacity, and and Puka Nakua is at the very top of the level of human capacity. He looked like a professional athlete, even though he was doing a sport that was not a sport. Well, I I remember
2: uh, when I used to work regularly for ESPN, the magazine, I would often, as like a running conceit, we would do for part of the, the, like the, off the court or more like getting to know the player personalities, that sort of stuff. We'd a, we'd often ask these guys, "What's the sport that you're not good at or yeah. the one you couldn't pick up?" For most of them, the answer was golf. Sure, because golf is a very specific skill. You have to be
0: taught how to do
2: that, right? Or they would they'd give like an answer, but it was like. You know what? I was an A minus at this, <laughs> right. as opposed to an A plus. Right. Like for most of them, the answer is whatever I want. Like I could pick up any sport I want.
0: It reminds me. so I'll tell you a quick story. When I used to work uh, at a different station, I was interviewing Rod Carew at one point. And for those, Rod Carew played for the Twins and the Angels and got three thousand hits. One of the great hitters of his generation had like a lifetime three thirty average or some something bonkers like that. Just one of the great hitters. And I asked him a similar question, and I said, "So." when you were going through a slump, did you just always tell yourself, hey, look, I'm Rod Carew. I'm going to come out of this. It's no big deal. I, I know how to hit. And he goes, well, he goes, I never really experienced that. And I'm like, oh, right. They're just different guys that don't have to deal with the things that normal human beings well, have I mean, to like, deal with. Look, LeBron was, by all accounts, an incredibly
2: good high school tight end slash wide receiver. I have no doubt that if that's the route LeBron had wanted to go, LeBron would have been a professional football player. Like Matt Barnes, early in his NBA career, Matt Barnes was having a difficult time carving out a place in the NBA. And there he's talked about this before. There was a point where he almost decided, because he had been like all state, I think as a receiver in oh, fo- high okay. school football. He almost decided that he was just going to say in like his mid-20s, <laughs> I'm giving up basketball. I am going to try out for the NFL. I think there's – a fifty-fifty chance Matt Barnes could have done that because Matt Barnes was clearly that level of an athlete
0: and tough enough. Yeah, that—that's the other part. For when the football component of it comes in, you got to have a certain level of willingness to do things, and Matt Barnes does. <laughs> does that matter, LeBron does. <laughs> yeah,
3: there's yeah. also a guy on the Warriors who looks like somewhat like Puka Nakua, like a, a striking re- resemblance to him. They call him Hoopa Nakua. So <laughs> you got that out there. That's uh, awesome. Right. <laughs> now time for who's cold.
4: And now time for who's cold. Anthony Rendon.
0: Ugh.
3: (laughs) All right, so uh, this came out this morning, and I'm going to read this from Sam Blum, who is the athletic reporter uh, for the Angels. And so this is kind of a back and forth that he had with Anthony Rendon. And so uh, he's asking about baseball as a priority. So the question is, is baseball still a top priority for you? And Anthony Rendon says, it's never been a top priority for me. This is a job. I do this to make a living. My faith, my family comes first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. Then Sam asks, is it a priority? Rendon says, oh, it's a priority for sure because it's my job. I'm here, aren't I? Sam asks, do you want to be here? Uh, Anthony Rendon says, I don't want to talk to you guys at 7 in the morning or whatever this is. And then Sam asks, do you want to be here playing baseball for the Angels? Anthony Rendon says, I have answered your question, so why do you keep picking that? (laughs) All right, so... If you're an Angels fan, this is not really instill a lot of confidence in you that, what is it, your second highest paid player? No, no no, 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 no. The no, no, highest no. paid player? The highest paid player, Is yes. acting like this uh, for your team.
0: Look, th- this is one of these times where we all know what the truth is, and he wants to say it, and he's walking right up to the one yard line of saying it, but he can't say it for fear of maybe it's breach or, or something. He doesn't like baseball. He just happens to be very, very good at it. His own former teammate, Jonathan Papelbon, called him out uh, a a couple of weeks ago saying, I've never met anybody who liked baseball less than Anthony Rendon did. He doesn't want to be there, but he wants the money that comes along with it. He's never going to say that. The reporter, uh, Sam Blum, you said, knows that. He's trying to get him on the record of saying, I don't want to be here on this team or that. But we know his heart's not in it. He's collecting money. He doesn't care about the Angels. He doesn't care about the sport. We we know the truth. He doesn't have to tell us what it is. He's telling us without telling us. I mean, look, the comforting thing, if you're an
2: Angels fan, 2026, when his contract finally ends, that's around the corner. <laughs> like, that's going to fly by by the time the 2026 season ends. Early because the Angels inevitably won't be in the playoffs. Yeah, and then you're done with Anthony Rendon. <laughs> wait, okay.
0: What what's better or worse? I guess depending on how you want to ask the question. To do this thing where you're like, look, dude. You, you know I don't like it. I am telling you I don't like it, but I can't tell you I don't like it. So we're gonna do this little. what do you want the the dance that Emily just read us or the lie? Look, man, I love being here. I just have been. I haven't been healthy. I'm gonna work like crazy to get back in there. I want to be here with my. What's what's a better option? Well, here's the problem though. If you're Anthony Rendon, and you're always hurt,
2: you can't be candid. There is there is no except. There is no answer he could give other than. I'm hurt too much, I have not lived up to this contract, that is on me and I'm doing my best to make this up to Angels fans. Like that's actually the only thing he could say because in all honesty, if he does his thing well, nobody cares if he likes baseball or not. Like it's very clear Nikola Jokic, he loves basketball but does not really care about the NBA. Like he doesn't care about being a face of the NBA. He doesn't care, I think, a lot about NBA culture. He clearly yep. cares about his craft. Yes. Because I think... you can't be that good without caring. And he's competitive. But if he could find a way to make the exact same money playing in Serbia so he could see his horses on an everyday <laughs> basis, sure.
3: that's where he'd be. He or even no. just be a horse trainer.
2: But I, Yes. I, if he could be a horse trainer making this type of annual money... He'd do it, but it doesn't matter because he's that good.
0: I I agree with what you're saying, but I do think that in his essence, Nikola Jokic loves basketball, likes being on a team, likes playing basketball with his teammates. I don't think he has any time for the celebrity component of being in the NBA and and what that entails. I agree with you. He's got no interest, if not borderline contempt for that component of it. I don't think Anthony Rendon even likes baseball. I don't, I don't. I think that he just happens to be good at it and happens to be able to make an outrageously nice living doing it. But that if this were th- this is coal mining to him. It's just this right. is what I have but to do to make a living. But if he were
2: able to show up every day to mine coal successfully, <laughs> nobody would care. I mean, like really, if he was on the field every day performing at the level that you expect, almost forty million a year. Do you care if he doesn't like it? I mean, like you'd prefer it because why would you no, want to see anybody unhappy? No, no, no,
0: you're right. If he's performing, if he shows up and gets his hit and plays third base and and plays 145 games a year, right. nobody cares. But there is something, and I'm not saying it's not right or wrong, but there is something deeply off-putting about somebody that is making $40 million a year that sounds like he's doing you all a favor by showing up and doing but, it at but, all in but the first place. But here's the thing, though. This is why it comes off bad. He's not actually doing you a favor by showing up to play. <laughs> he isn't. Look, he, he doesn't show up. He's played in 30% of the games that they've paid him for. What, what more do you want? You know what I'm
2: Andy? saying? Like, that's why it's so off putting. It's not, e- it's not even that he doesn't love the sport. Like, I mean, really, but but cares? It,
0: oh, You're right, but there's also an element of where it doesn't seem like it bothers him that he's not able to play.
2: Well, but but that's
0: a separate issue
2: than not loving the game. Yeah. Because like, yeah. I can promise you, he's not the only person in baseball
0: who no, doesn't no. love baseball. No, no, no. I, I completely agree with that. But this, yeah, I mean, look, this is embarrassing. They're paying me $40 million a year, and I can't even get right. on the damn field. He does not... He does not have the moral authority
2: right now to not love baseball. Like, in his position, he needs to miss baseball. He needs to, like, want. he needs to be able to block a bullet in order to get on the field, however that would work.
0: Who's hot, who's cold is brought to you by NextGen, the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call 833-3NEXTGEN. That's 833 3 G E N Or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com. Um, Otani took batting practice today off live. He he seems to like baseball, or at least he has the good sense to look enthusiastic cashing his $700 million well, deferred contract. Here's the thing. We have no idea if he likes baseball or not because he never speaks. Well, by the way, brilliant, <laughs> right? Brilliant that he never speaks. Brilliant that he has created this wall around himself, whether he needs it or not, because I, 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 I'd I feel fairly comfortable replacing a bet that he's at least – conversational enough to hammer his way through a basic conversation right um but that he because the second you do it now i got to do it all the time if i were one of
2: these international guys i would be milking this forever like i I remember like slava medvedenko yeah spent a long time not knowing english (laughs) when it was pretty obvious he knew maybe in in the beginning i think he genuinely didn't by the end of his time with the lakers he knew a lot more than he was letting on.
0: Covering the All Star Game in Philadelphia one year, when Ivan Rodriguez was the All Star American League starter, uh, Texas Rangers, and we were doing our broadcast from the hotel lobby, and the, all the players are milling around, and you know most of the guys would say, "Sure, happy to do it." Not, you know, I'm busy, can't do it, whatever. I go over to Pudge and I say, "Hey, my name's Travis Rogers. Uh, I produce the Jim Rome Show. We're doing the the show right over there. Uh, I was wondering if you had five minutes to come and talk about the game." no man i can't i don't speak english (laughs) and and i went uh yep okay cool see you later he goes yep have a nice day
2: (laughs) this is how you know that like Rui is a good soldier yeah Rui could have easily acted like he does not know english could have easily done this from like the moment he showed up at gonzaga and just kept this going forever but he he does it no and he's clearly he's very comfortable in english i mean he's Somewhere, I'd say, between semi-fluent and fluent. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, he does interviews very comfortable. He's got a great personality, and I think he likes showing that off. But he could have gone the other route.
0: Yeah. I don't no know what I would do. No one's going to... Who, who's going to demand that he... You wonder how long Otani can... Refuse is the wrong word, but just decline to speak no, in English. is the correct word. <laughs> Before it's like, come on, dude. I mean, he's going to be here for 10 years. I'm, I'm better than 10 years. That'll make... Sixteen years living in, working in this country. Bet the over, <laughs> the dumb. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. So you've heard Alan and I talk about Price Picks and. Basically, it's because it's awesome, right? Price Picks is the number one daily fantasy sports platform in all of North America. Uh, you can turn tw- 10 bucks into 250 bucks with just a couple of taps. And this is why it's so popular, because it's easy, right? You're not going up against a bunch of sharps. You don't have to be a math expert to do any of this stuff to get an advantage. You look at the statistical projections and you decide more or less, right? Is this player going to have more or less than that stat projection? Is LeBron James going to have more? More or less than 28 points on that game. That's it. That's Stat Hero. Pick between two and six players, and you can win up to 25 times your money. And right now, Price Picks will match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. Here's how you do it. You download the Price Picks app, and then you use the code 710. That's the code 710 on Price Picks for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks. Prize Picks. Pick more. Pick less. It's that easy. Not only is it time for the dump, it's also a Michelob Ultra reaction Monday. On 710, we're reacting all day long to last night's NBA All-Star game, 400 points, and spring training baseball which starts this week. Andy, Michelob Ultra, 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Are you a spring training guy at all? Like not not like it means something, but do you like sitting out in the sun in Arizona or Florida and watching practice baseball? Yeah, no, you games? lost me at Arizona and Florida. Okay. Yeah. Just because of the baseball or other reasons, no, it's hot. <laughs> it's, well, that's no, it's not hot right now. It's nice. It's eighty. It's going to be hot by the time you get.
3: Eighties hot.
2: Like, but it's warm. But I, right, no, eighty is hot all day in eighty though with no shade. That well, gets pretty hot. Well, you can wear a nice straw hat. I mean, wide brim hat. Look, my only real experience. I'm not a straw hat kind of guy. <laughs> my only real experience with spring training is covering it. Okay, and I could not wait to get the hell out I, okay, of Okay,
0: so he, the reason I'm glad to hear this is your answer, because I am a baseball fan. Yes. Love baseball. I will watch the Twins and the Royals play on a Wednesday night. I like it. we all got our our things. I like that. Spring training is so tedious to me. It is so boring, and there are some people that are like, that is their favorite. Let's go out to Arizona for a week. We'll watch a bunch of guys. like. Why would you want to watch a guy that's going to be driving a beer truck in three weeks? I don't want to see that. Is it
3: like preseason football for you?
0: It's no, because here's the difference: the real guys do play in spring training, right? Like Shohei Tani will take up bats. Mookie Betts will play. Matthew Stafford doesn't even step on the field in preseason. Football, so it's a little bit better It'll than be more that. more like
3: but, going to training camp.
0: Yeah, but they're working on things, right? It's like Clayton Kershaw goes out there and throws eight change-ups in a row. He's never going right. to do that in a real game. He's just trying to get the feel for the pitch or whatever it might be. There's nothing baseball about it other than the sounds and drinking beer in the sun. Yeah, I mean, I'm admittedly not the
2: baseball junkie that you are. Yeah. But that being said, I found spring training pretty damn boring. And then, again, you add in the Arizona-Florida or Florida heat.
0: No. You guys, am I losing my mind or are they being babies about the heat? 80's not that bad. I'm not sure it's just 80 though. 80, Like look, Florida? No, 90's not. hot. 90's hot. 90 is one of these, yeah, I'm going inside. I don't need this. But short of 85 is even tolerable.
6: Hot. I mean, but it's, it's hot enough to be out and playing. Like it's not yeah. like hot. Like it's not humid either, right? It's just hot. Florida? No, Florida, no, no, Florida is, not is. Arizona. But Arizona's not.
0: A lot of places to go in Arizona after the game. You can play a little golf. You, you can do all that. that. Nikola Jokic turns 28. There's a lot of things that I like that you... You know, you don't always have to just quickly bat them aside, Emily. I Sometimes you can now. entertain the possibility that there are things outside of your likes that other people might be able to like.
6: Mm, doesn't seem possible <laughs> to me. I, I go, go back to the so. hotel room and watch movies. Exactly. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> Jokic turns 28 years old today. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying that he's going to win... Eight or nine NBA MVPs, but he's the best player in the league and it's not close right now, right? I
2: consider him the best player. Yeah. I mean, he is, he's maybe the most matchup proof player in the entire league.
0: It's an interesting way to say it. I mean,
2: there is no real answer to Jokic. Like, I remember, you know, I thought the Lakers had a very good offseason last year, like in terms of the things that they did, the continuity they were looking to maintain. But I heard a lot of people if they were looking to detract from it say they did, you know, what did they do to address Nikola Jokic? What could anybody what, do? Right. Like who are they going to find as a free agent? Like a
0: mid-level free agent who's the Jokic solver? That guy doesn't exist. No. He's the best passer in the league. He can shoot he makes great decisions. Great rebounder. He's great rebounder. He's 7 feet whatever he is tall. He has found a way to be effective enough defensively. Yeah. Yeah, I mean and he's got teammates that are really good. He is and he's real he seems
2: very fun to play with. Yeah. Because he shares the ball. He wants everyone else to get the glory. Like he wants everyone else he to just get the wants spotlight. To go home. Yeah, he's got horses to check in
3: on. <laughs> the horse, uh, but Jokic, Jokic and Luca also were like hanging out, having a great time at All Star Weekend. You know, what if the next iteration is something of like Luca and Jokic teaming up in like five years' time? I can't wait till like the international players get in on this kind of like player super empowerment. Team. Yeah, super team aspect because it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy.
2: That's some serious passing.
0: Luka and Jokic on the same team.
3: We saw it the All Star game; they were just passing all over the place.
0: Okay, so let's let's. This is an interesting thought exercise. That if we're constantly building super teams or attempting to. Don't we need fewer teams? (laughs) Right? So you can have, because if you just have one or two, okay. But if we're going to make three or four, then what's the point of having the other 26 teams in the league? I I
2: would say if you're concerned about that, the new CBA is making it way more difficult
0: to form those sort of teams. Good. Happy birthday to uh, our pal, Kirk Morrison. I like how you just hey! you left you You're left Kirk's birthday, age Kirk. off the list. Are we not calling Kirk out by his uh his government age? Are we not doing I, that? I don't want
3: to get it wrong, Fair so enough. I'm just gonna let Kirk uh go to Wikipedia. if he wants to share it, he can share his age.
0: No 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 his age. I, because usually Emily puts the, the people on here. Forty I
3: would guess, one or, I would guess one or two. I
0: would guess forty two years old. Yeah. Forty two okay. years old. Happy forty Quick second math. to our pal Kirk Morrison. Nice. What were you doing when you were forty two years old, Demorou? Uh,
1: running for my life. I think. <laughs> yeah. think I was still married? You know You know what we
0: should do right now, Cody? We should do a little super crosstalk. Are you gonna do the Mason? In- now I can't think of it anymore because I just think of it as a, like a zip lining call. That's what it is. I didn't I know, but I now that I know what it is, I don't like it as much. I don't
5: like it that when he, when I first found out, because I went to the same place that he went to in Costa Rica, when yeah. I first found out, I was like, oh, that's upsetting. Yeah, now I, I thought know it was it just him
0: being excited to be in here and, and get a chance to right. uh, do a little crossock Now I just know it's his nah. ziplining war cry. War cry. <laughs> doesn't, uh, nah, doesn't it doesn't work it, for it me. It takes a lot of the luster off of it.
5: I, I, I agree with you. How you feeling, DeMarco?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm just listening to you guys like, be mad about the woo woo. I'm not
0: mad. I'm just dis- disappointed. Like, like you know the what the your dad would say, Disneyland? I'm <laughs> not so much mad Such at you as thing. I am disappointed. <laughs> no, that was What did a, you think
6: it was? Oh,
5: good afternoon. I didn't know. <laughs> good afternoon, Jorge. <laughs> I like that better. I like that better. What'd you guys do this weekend? Uh, I spent a lot of time at home, but I also went to a out with Riley, and she went on a date. Oh, oh boy. Did you chaperone? I, I chaperoned kind of she went to I, she said it wasn't a date she's 12 she's 12 okay this little boy is four foot five <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and she's five too like oh, you know okay. it, the girls they sprout up higher sure. faster and she she, he's this little four foot five nice kid, kid? He's a nice kid okay. seemed nice enough but she's she told i said before we got to the sky zone place you know the bouncing up and down place the trampoline place she um i was need to be careful
0: with that by the way <laughs> sky zone was fine greg yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just, you could have just like we all sky have zone. children we're wow. good sky we're good. zone yeah sky zone before we got there i was
5: like hey just let me know is this a date and she said, "No, no, just a friend." But she had this gigantic, gigantic <laughs> smile on her face. I was like, "All right, that I'll means it's a date, right?" Yeah. So what should I have done? I left her alone. I actually left the area and let her do the whole Sky Zone thing and walked That's out fine. and walked around the whole complex. That's fine.
1: You trust your daughter, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You don't trust Very him, so. but you
5: trust your daughter. Correct. And Sky Zone is safe, reasonably safe.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a bunch and it, of it, trampolines. It, how in much there? trouble can you get in at the Sky Zone? None. I mean, yeah. Right like the, if they were I mean, disappearing for corners. the day yeah, right. or, <laughs> I'm trying to think where where would you not let go for the There's also a thousand
5: day? kids in there from the age of 2 to like 17.
0: Yeah, the, yeah, that's always a weird deal when you get those kids that are like the acrobats, they're flipping around and oh, then yeah. you got the little tykes like running underneath I'm like this is going to end badly. <laughs> yeah. This 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 is a no- Sky bad.
2: Zone, I I was recently there. My my parents do a timeshare thing in Balboa every year to get out of the cold of St. Louis during the winter and Brian and I and our various children were down there visiting and the grandparents took all the kids to Sky Zone. Right. And every time I've ever been there, I always think, why didn't I come up with this? Wow. It's such a great, great idea. Simple idea. Like other than liability type (laughs) stuff, it's low overhead. Like they don't. They, they don't offer anything, I think, that's really that expensive to implement. They give you, you socks? Turn, you turn and they burn. They give you socks. Like the birthday parties, they, turn yeah. and burn. They give you socks? They give yeah. You, yeah. you socks. You yeah. have
5: to jump in specific socks. They're yes. new, right? Yes. Yes. They, yeah. Yeah. Yes. In yes. Pack,
0: yes. in a package. I'm just open. like, all right, Billy, take your socks <laughs> no. off and give them to Jimmy. not like bowling <laughs> not shoes. Not No, no. They're, they're like spraying <laughs> the socks. Yeah, no, yeah. no.
2: They're, they're padded underneath.
0: They're great for jumping. They got grip. Yeah, they're good stuff. They are legitimately good. Have you trampolined? Oh yeah, Marco?
1: I got it's well fun. I don't do it anymore. <laughs> okay. You, you, have you seen the one with the the, the ball pit, the jousting ball yeah, pit, yeah, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's then, fun. And you can fall in. Okay, I fell in there and couldn't get out. <laughs> no, it, it was really terrifying. How, it deep, really is the, how deep
0: is the balls? It's
1: about eight, nine feet down, and it's this like these, these, like these sponges. Yeah. Yeah, sponge, yeah. And the girl told me, look, I wouldn't do this if I were you, because if you get stuck, I can't help you. <laughs> so, of course, we do it, and I get stuck. 45 minutes later, I'm still in That's it amazing. trying to get out, and the more I fight, it's the like more click I say Yes, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it was terrible. I would never
0: do it again. Like that thing you use to put an engine in a car, like one of those winches, they drop it in and they hoist you out. What's that video? Like, this is when you know the guy messed up. Me.
1: That's it. I'm like, oh, this is, I'm never getting out of here. Heart rate's going up. I'm sweating.
0: Okay. Was, there, a, was there ever a moment of panic? Yes. Like, hey, I don't think I'm going to be able Does to, to do Does he not sound panicky? Yeah. Just tell the yes. story? Yes. Tri- how this did you get was see it? It on his face? How did you finally get out?
1: You had to work and work <laughs> and work and work and get to the edge. To pull up, it took me forty-five minutes. It was terrifying. It really was. It was terrible. It's just your
0: head above the ball line, or what are we talking well, about? First, you
1: start like waist deep, and then you go. And it's chest deep, and now I'm just trying to hang on. And there's no bottom. Yeah, because you can't like wade. It's not right. water, you know, so your right. feet you can't that's, just kind of move right. you there. Right. It was horrible. It
4: was horrible. So now
1: <laughs> I just watch from the little deck. Yeah, I just, hey. that's all I do. Yeah, good that, job. Thank keep you, you. Keep, keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Looking good out Slow there. Slow down. That's it. Yeah.
0: We were talking earlier about our airport habits like are you arrive way early or are you like they're closing the door as you're stepping on the airplane i don't get people that get there right at the end i
5: i get let me get there two hours early it's fine i'll go get a drink i'll hang out but i'm there and i can get onto the plane people running onto the airplane drive me insane because i don't understand why you even want your body to go through that what about you i try to time it up
1: i mean like an hour you you're through security with an hour to spare. Yeah, I, okay, I that's, wanna, an, that's an that's yeah. an early arriver. 15 minutes at the gate, door opens, let's go. I don't want to be there 2 hours ahead
5: of time. That's too much time. I mean, yeah. an hour 2 hours doesn't really matter as long mm-hmm. as I'm
0: in Before you need to be through the security with at least an hour to spare, the problem is, I don't know how long security is going to take. The security, sometimes, if you're lucky, it's 15, 20 minutes and you're through it, and it's like, oh, I got an hour and 45 minutes to kill. Sometimes you stand in that line for an hour and there's nowhere to go. And the like you were talking about, even with pre check. I don't have pre-check. Maybe oh, get that's it. part of the... Eh. Get. You have that? Yeah. I haven't got it yet. I'm I've, with you. I haven't tried it yet.
4: You have that? Yeah, come you, right so you don't have board. to go
0: through the line or you, you have the shorter line? The right shorter down. line. Yeah. What Just do I have to do? Tell me one Go online. Yeah. It's, it's not bang, bang, It's not it. It. difficult.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. We should do that. But I mean, what right. do you do in an airport for an hour and a half? Yeah. Get a drink. Have a drink. Read your book. Go for a walk. Have a drink. Go for a walk. Have a drink. Okay. That's a good idea.
2: This isn't so much Travis advocating for being early as advocating for alcohol.
0: Well, sure. I mean, there, there you can, two things can be true at the same time. Like What Travis
2: is basically saying is, if I'm going to drive myself to the airport, I can't drink before getting to the
0: airport. But if I get there early, more time for drinking.
1: I'm starting to see this. Okay. What, what
0: drives me crazy is the one where, okay, the flight is, pick a number, at six. It takes... 45 minutes to drive to the airport. That's 5.15. It takes me 20 minutes to get through security. At That's least. 4.45. We'll leave it at 4.45. Yeah, but what if one thing goes wrong? That's the part that I can't reconcile. You're running
5: for the gate. The people
1: he But hates. I don't
0: yeah, want to like, be I, running for the gate. I don't want to sweat it. It makes me makes me very, <laughs> I very nervous. I don't
5: understand why you even want to put yourself through that whole thing. Like, your, your brain is thinking, like, oh, my God, I'm going to be late. I'm not going to make the plane. And then sometimes, guess what? You don't make the plane. Yeah.
0: Have you missed one? No. Either I'm always there. Have you missed one?
5: i don't think i ever missed a plane
0: yeah i missed one it wasn't my fault
1: like the door closed gone it you was gone okay. i was literally
0: in it was when we, i was working for rome and we were doing a tour stop we were flying to denver and we had to check bags and we're literally in the queue to check bags and the entire united Airlines staff disappeared the line turned it was 40 people long there was i don't know if it was like a walkout or whatever it was but all of a sudden then one person came back you we, What's the quickest they go through? Somebody one every six or seven minutes? You're not getting through 40 people. No,
1: you're done. No, no.
0: Missed it. Oh, sorry. We'll put you on the next one.
1: I don't think I've ever missed it at the gate, but I've been at LAX baggage claim, and the person down there said, you're not going to make it. So, like, I'm not even going to let you through. Like, you don't have enough time. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So So don't even waste your
1: time going up. Well, you're going to have to rebook. So I never like saw the door close. I just never even got just in the building.
0: Tur- Do you turn around and go home, or you just wait for yeah, the next she flight? She
1: just points the ticketing. You're gonna have to change your ticket. So <laughs> you have to buy a whole another ticket. You're not gonna make it. Yeah.
0: No, they usually wild. roll you onto another flight if they can. They, yeah. they don't. They're not too sticky about that because my children miss flights all the time. So I've discovered that they're reasonably accommodating. <laughs> they leave their shoes at security or something. <laughs> this this is why we started yesterday. Bobby had a flight this weekend oh, where no. he, he he didn't miss it. He made it, but he had a, he had a uh, a red eye. So it was leaving LAX at midnight. And he's going to Philadelphia. And he so he's at my house down in South Orange County at like 7 o'clock that night. I'm like, you should probably get going. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you should be leaving by now. Flight's not for five hours. I'm like, right, but it's an hour and 20 minutes to LAX from my house. You could get a flat tire. You don't know what's so like. I'm thinking of all those right. things. He's like, no, I'll be leaving at like 945 is what I'm going for. I, I can't do it. Well, here's the uh, thing, though.
2: Not so to – if you get a flat tire, you're probably missing your
0: flight. Not if you left no. at 7 for a 12 o'clock flight, you're and not. And also
5: if you know how to change a tire.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you but not? I do. Oh, come okay. on. Right, 100%. But I, I feel I, minutes, Can you change a tire? Yes. Okay. Because some you of your really? Orange County brethren yeah. are disappointing.
0: They don't know how to change tires. <laughs> Every, look, anybody can do it, right? It's literally put the jack on the little metal thing underneath lift the wheel up, well, lift it take up, take the nuts off, and Thank you're done. Thank you.
1: Daughter's boyfriend can't change tires. They're driving to Oregon. So I said, what happens if you get a flat tire? I'll call AAA. Hour later. What happens if your phone's not working? Well, we'll just wait and flag somebody down. Hold on, kid. (laughs) Come on.
2: (laughs) We're going to do a little tutorial right right here. here. (laughs) I mean, to answer your question, can I change a tire? Yes, because I've done it before. But if I had, I've done it very infrequently because I'm a big believer and I pay AAA for a reason. I'm going to have them do it. They will probably do it faster than me, even with the weight, because they have better tools for all this and more familiarity, which gets back to my thing with the airport. I feel like most of us are probably not quick enough to do it, where unless you left like five or six hours <laughs> early, <laughs> oh, if you left normal no, people time early. Her, but I, can I, go I was, no, yeah. was going to say, the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I'll quit this quick.
1: I mean Half I, an hour tops
0: Top, top. top. And that's twenty minutes. Yeah 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 20 yeah. minutes high in, and in and out. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah no
2: doubt Okay I, I don't believe any of you Really? I've done, 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 done it yeah. Maybe tomorrow I don't Why believe the you Why do you not
5: believe me? He's bigger That doesn't change anything You're not welding
0: the nuts <laughs> onto the tire They give you a wrench You give you a wrench The first one He's bigger and stronger He can work the equipment faster
1: You can lift Yeah you can do it quick with a jack right? Yeah no big deal Yeah okay It
0: doesn't
5: take that long Especially the one now
0: where you spin it
1: Yeah
5: yeah Yeah.
0: This is the next Super event, fast.
2: the next 7 tire event. Tire-changing. Yeah, tire-changing contest. Let, wow.
5: Let's do it. I will absolutely do it. I, we can I'm do it in. in 25 minutes or under, guaranteed. I
1: hope they're hiring. Oh, yeah. They're hiring uh, the NASCARs, hiring ex-NFL guys for the pit crew.
0: Just because they're big they're and big, lift the athletic, tires? Thank quick. you. That's yeah. what I just said.
1: They hop over. They have to get things. They said races are lost in the pits, so they're hiring the best athletes they can get for the pit crews. I,
0: I understand that he could do it faster than me, but DeMarco's best would be 15. My best would be 18. Yeah, it's right
2: It's very close. I
0: think, I think especially
2: with the psychology of knowing you have a flight on the line, all of you are going to be stumbling through no, this no, you're no, going to be okay. panicking <laughs> the last time maybe I not did you
5: it. you've played for a
2: super bowl these two at least
5: 15 times like,
0: You've had easily. 15 flat yeah, tires. I had a problem you with need my to car. buy better tires. No, no, this it was
5: a while ago. I I had a problem with tires for a long time. It was very frustrating. How
0: in the world did you get 15? What was her name? Nine, like over 40 years. <laughs> what was her what name? <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: it's
0: it's taken a while. Also, I've helped other people do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't done it. This is how long ago it was. It was in an Angel playoff game. So it's been a minute. I'm at the game. It's me and Bobby, my my oldest son, who was maybe 9 or 10 at the time, so he's 23 now. So anyway, come out to the parking lot at Angel Stadium, get to the car. I see that I have a flat. I'm like, oh, And it's – I'm not calling AAA because the time they get into a stadium full of people, I'm like, I'll just do it myself. So I get the jack out of the trunk. I get the spare out of the trunk. I'm lying on the ground. It's dark. I'm, you know, trying to figure out where to put this thing. And they they lost to the Red Sox that night. I think it was an ALCS game. And these drunk Boston fans are going by like – Hey, you know why you got a flat tire, don't (laughs) you? And I'm like, I know what they're going to say. I know what they're going to say. I'm like, yeah, because the Angels suck. Go Go socks! Because the Angels suck. And and Bobby's like, why did that guy say that to you? I'm like, because he's from Boston. Boston. That's why. (laughs) That's That's what they they do. That's what they do. So I'm under the car, and I'm thinking, I know how this ends. It ends with Go (laughs) socks. Because the Angels suck. Go socks. Great. Wow. Welcome. Welcome to uh fandom. Absolutely. So do you guys do the thing? What, what, how did we get on anywhere my dad Oh. Somebody we were doing ask Andy today and Mailman Matt who yep. is a regular. Yep. Uh chose my pickleball name. He 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 said to Andy he goes, "Are you one of those guys that sees the mailman when it's raining and says, "Stay dry" or are you not a terrible human being?" I can't not Offer those little phrases. Like I see my neighbor washing yeah, yeah. his car, I'm like, "Hey, you gonna do mine next?" <laughs> I, I I I can't. That's not... why you don't talk to your neighbors. I, and, and that's the <laughs> thing. I don't talk to my neighbors, right? And I'll see uh, the neighbor taking out the trash cans. Don't forget to do mine. <laughs> I can't you... not do it. Why do? You do I it? Want, why I don't know. Why? Why? I don't, know. I don't, want, I don't to, want to, but I do. Teddy I want Ruxbury. to know. Do you do? <laughs> I kind <laughs> of do. Fingers? It's, it's <laughs> pathetic. Do you finger guns. Yeah, the, I, like side finger guns. On Friday night, we go to the restaurant, and I ate every every morsel of food on my plate it looked like i had licked the plate clean and the guy goes oh, i guess i could take this away what do you think i said uh i'm not dad-moded. i hated it i hated it, I hated oh, it. I hated okay. it. right and, I, and, oh, and I did the thing with the hands oh i hated it it's you're like, full dad mode and everybody's looking at me like why are you doing this just I, let the man take the plate away
1: wh- why do you do? i it? don't know why? you don't know just do you not do plots? that i maybe maybe
5: i have to start <laughs> Noticing, I might. <laughs> you could be on autopilot. Yeah, I do the stay dry. I don't know why. I, I can't stop I myself was from saying. a comment, it. though. Stay, yeah. stay <laughs> dry. Hey,
1: stay dry. You mean that in earnest, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah like, be safe. Be stay, say, dry. Be safe stay, stay dry. But the problem is, it's impossible.
2: <laughs> You're asking them to do something they can't do. I'm just trying I mean, to I say I'm it. with you well, on no, this. No, just yeah. say yeah. like you know, stay safe. Like you know, stay safe in the rain, or you know, hope you get through this rain. Like just say what you mean. You're working hard, you're hardly safe. working. You, you don't have control over that
5: either. If someone else is like, but that's what you're ultimately saying. You. That's what you're ultimately saying. Like,
2: stay dry, which is impossible in the rain, is basically your way of saying, hey, this rain sucks. I hope you deal with it as best as you can. Just say that. Such l- less
5: words to say stay dry. <laughs> stay dry. Did you get yeah. your hair cut? Got them all cut. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Like> I, I, <laughs> you got a million. I, 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 just, <laughs> I don't even know they're in there. They just come out. And I'm like, God, I'm I pathetic. So this wow. is an absolute disaster. But So do you
5: actually notice that you're doing anything? God, I'm so upset
1: Yes, with the
0: second I've said it, I'm like, shut up. I say it to myself. It's.
1: Did you like Rodney Dangerfield? Yes. I right knew oh, there it. Was, it, was, it right there there it is right there. There it is right there. Yes. Oh, You've been practicing for years. Oh, this is
0: my daughter. She just came out. Oh, Oh. put her back in. That's super crosstalks brought to you by In N Out Burger. In N Out, that's what hamburger's all about.
1: Oh.